Hi everybody, Chris Gethard here. Welcome to New Jersey is the world. It's a joy to celebrate this state, to be here with you today, to go on this weekly adventure where we mess around and talk Jersey. I just wanted to say thanks to everybody. The feedback on the Montclair guy episode of the show was incredible. As I could have predicted, a lot of people had strong opinions. Some people who really appreciated Keith with his trolling. Other people who were leaving comments like Brooklyn is not a personality dude and anything you can imagine in between. And oh my goodness, has it been so funny. You'll all be happy to hear that I showed Keith a bunch of the comments on the Patreon. And he has asked that if you are a fan of New Jersey is the world that you actually refer to him from this point forward as Mr. Montclair. So he knows what he's doing. And he laughed hard. And I asked him why he didn't just sign up for the Patreon to interact with people. And he said he's only interested in Montclair. So why is he going to join the New Jersey is the world Patreon? But you can join the Patreon at patreon.com slash New Jersey is the world. And thanks to everybody who does so. The conversations over there are really great. And it's a joy to bring you extra stuff. I'm going to keep this intro quick because I'm actually heading out in a few minutes. Uh, Coniglio's up in Morristown is hosting Al Santillo as a guest cook. And as you know, if you follow Jersey, Santillo's in Elizabeth, which, you know, I've only been there a couple times. I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to claim that I'm an expert, but I think a lot of people would say that as far as Jersey being viewed as a pizza hub, Santillo's has a lot to do with it. As far as Jersey having a, a reputation in this area as like, hey, if we're being honest, Jersey pizza consistently is better than New York's, and that's kind of become a more and more accepted thing. I think Al Santillo certainly led the charge on that, set the bar for a lot of the other places, and I think a lot of the other places would say that. So the fact that Caniglio's is out there supporting after Santillo's had its fire, I'm happy to head out there and support. And I would say to you that if you are a lover of New Jersey, keep your eyes peeled for similar events at your local pizza places. Cause I know that a lot of the pizza community is rallying around Al and, um, having such events to help him raise money for a rebuild. So please do keep your eye out for any news on Santillo's cause that's a special place. And if to Cosmos closes, which there's long been rumors of and Santillo's doesn't reopen, I am no authority on Elizabeth, but I have gone and roamed around down there and enjoyed those places, as well as Tom's, as well as Jerry's. I already missed the boat on Spiritos. Didn't get there before it closed. So as far as Elizabeth in general, man, what a tragedy it would be if those places closed in the same year. So anyway, this week's episode, a simple, dumb topic that I came up with. We love New Jersey the most. How do we feel about the other 49 states? We went ahead and gave each of them a letter grade. And you might be surprised at some that are nice and some that are harsh. But we had fun along the way, and I hope you have fun listening. Hi, everybody. Chris Gethard here. Welcome to New Jersey is the World. I saw a comment on Instagram on one of our posts. Andrea put up a, a post promoting our interview with my friend Keith, a Montclair guy. And the feedback to that episode has been so funny. People are like venting rage, but also saying that he himself was really funny about it and charming. And it's, 
confiscated. But I saw a comment from somebody on Instagram that was like, just end this podcast already. It's you guys just being a cheerleader for the state of New Jersey. And I was like laughing so hard because I was like, the name <laughs> of the show is New Jersey is the world. The name of the show is cheerleading New Jersey. And also you don't have to listen. And then also the guy, it was mostly like pictures of flowers, which I have nothing against. And then also pictures of him like in a beekeeper outfit. And I was just like, man, if you love nature and flowers and keeping bees and the existence of our New Jersey podcast has made you so angry, I do have a suggestion, which is like, there are so many other podcasts to listen to. Like, like it is really, to be fair, no one forced Keith to move to Montclair. No one forces you to listen. We, Mike D, we, yes, your reaction. We regularly, yes. viciously attack things in New Jersey All that we the, do not like and disagree with I, on a weekly basis. One, that's the other thing I was thinking. I would say we are negative yeah. 53% of the time. Yeah, absolutely. That's like our whole platform, right? I mean, like... I literally did an episode called What's the Worst Town in New Jersey? Like, it's not like... Is that cheerleading anyway? How you doing, Bonaduce? Pretty good, you know. Living a dream. Uh, driving the parkway in the snow with uh, with lots of other idiots this morning. But I got to say, commend the uh, NJDOT for... There's snow removal and uh, and keeping the roads clear. Mike T, how you feeling down in Middlesex County? Roads clear there. Morris County, not not good where I am. Here not good where I am. Very clear. Roads are clear. We only got a minimal amount of snow. I don't think we got more than an inch. Maybe it was very minimal. So, dude, you know what I noticed about Middlesex County? Is there's so many towns like neighborhoods so nice where you live such a sweet like the vibe of your neighborhood very chill trees everywhere quiet almost like uh almost like montclair in some ways but everywhere you go in middlesex county you are somehow like in a peaceful quiet neighborhood not all of them obviously there's there's obviously places in middlesex county that are that are not that but there's so many of these peaceful quiet neighborhoods where you somehow also like 10 minutes from one 287, the Parkway, and 35. Like, and you have train stations in half the towns. It's, it's pretty nuts. We've got some great transportation infrastructure down here in Middlesex County. But it's really, I mean, the, all those things you said are true. I could, I mean, I could, I could ride my bike onto 287 in about eight seconds if I wanted to. But when you're at your oh. place, you don't hear a goddamn sound. Nope. It's awesome. We have foxes. Okay. Look at that. Look at that. Just like Morris County. Morris County has foxes too, but we're also so far from everything. Anyway, okay. I'll stop complaining <laughs> about Morris County. I'm down on Morris County lately. Um, simple episode. No New Jersey cheerleading tonight to my beekeeper friend. We're keeping this one simple. I don't think we've done this before. We support bees here. We love bees. Listen, if there's one thing I love, it's the bees. Save the bees. We obviously love New Jersey, and I think all of us would say, just to cheerlead a little bit, New Jersey gets an A+. plus. If you ask me, the people, it has its problems. But overall, living here, raising kids here, access to cities, access to the shore, access to nature, I give New Jersey an A+. plus. So what I propose we do tonight is go through a list of every other state and give them a grade oh. between A and F. Oh, my God. Nice and simple, right? I like this. 
This is this is a quality uh, this is a quality exercise. I'm I'm on board. Let's, I think let's it'll draw be more hate. It'll be dumb because uh, it'll also you know it'll also allow me to click over to the Seton Hall game from time to time because we don't need to think too hard about it. And they're currently up six nothing on St. John's, which is really good. Fuck St. John's. Are you going to call into the uh, after show the hall line? It depends on what happens. Depends on what happens. Be like yeah. I'm from West Orange. Dude, if you ever listen to Hallline and you hear Chris from West Orange, that is generally me. This is true. It's a true fact. Okay, should we get into it? Should we go out? Should we establish a yeah. quick ba- a quick baseline? So F basically means the state is a complete <clears throat> a complete failure in every way, right? Just a one step from being fallout. Yeah. And then what? A is New Jersey. Is that like the a a plus is New Jersey? Got it. Okay. I think a plus is New Jersey because there's, <laughs> I, in my mind, no other state can get an a plus, but there might be other a's. I'm not sure. All right, hmm. game. All right. I think. Do we go alphabetical on this? Start with Alabama. Huh. I've spent time. Oh, before we begin, how many states have you guys been to? Not as many as you probably. Uh, my a lot. My career has brought me to uh, forty five states. Whoa! I don't think I'm at forty five. Oh, maybe forty six. That's pretty cool. I, I've man. been to Alaska, Wyoming, the two Dakotas. Yeah, forty six. Alaska, Wyoming, and the two Dakotas are the ones that I can't speak to. Um, and I'll I'll give. I don't know if you, we'll cross those bridges when we get to them, but maybe we'll say just to be fair, we'll only give grades to states that. At least one of us has been. Okay. Fair. So we got 46 out of 50. Although maybe there's some states. Alabama, I've been. You guys, Mike T's shaking his head. No, Nikki, have you been to Alabama? I've not been. No, but I've uh, I've worked with a lot of people from Alabama and always get along with them great. And they're like real down home. I know they have a lot of problems. Uh, education, uh, still issues with like, uh, you know, segregation that kind of thing and uh but uh but ultimately everybody i've met from alabama i always like get along with very well well alabama i'm the one who's been there i can speak to i'm going to give it a solid b uh, to new jersey's a plus um i can't speak to the whole state um and obviously i think there is still a lot of issues with as as nick mentioned uh, you know you read about the deep south the scar tissue left behind by slavery, by segregation, the things that are still happening today. But I can tell you that I've done stand-up in Huntsville. And when you get to Huntsville, you realize this idea that everyone in Alabama is a hick is false because everyone in Huntsville works for NASA. Work for NASA. And this is true, is that it's also a state people don't realize. You think NASA, you think Houston, you think Florida. But Alabama has a ton of hip nerds who work at NASA, and they're all very, very nice. So I give it a solid B, and that's our grade for Alabama. And this is what this episode is, everybody. Any, anyone been to Alaska? I cannot speak to Alaska. Anyone else? Cannot. Okay, never. I cannot never. speak to Alaska. Gets an incomplete. Alaska gets an official incomplete. I'd love to go. I hear lots of like really good things, and you know the same thing is like, Whatever, you hear lots of like, oh, it's uh, the last uh, bastion for like, if you're a criminal and you can go up there and still work and whatever. But uh, weather-wise, I've heard many different uh, interesting things like uh, people who lived in Anchorage went through a winter here after working there. And they said that 
it actually felt colder here than it did in the Anchorage area in like South Alaska, which I thought was interesting. That's insane. Yeah. Up next, we have Arizona. I have been. I have been. A few times. Same. I've been a couple of times. Nick, have you been? Never been, but have family there and friends. Uh, Mike, do your grade for Arizona? They love it. I'm going to give Arizona <clears throat> a C minus. Really? C minus. That was my exact. That's terrible. Here's the my exact. Also, Carson's former nickname. Here's the thing was C minus. Carson was known in a certain circle as C minus. Shout out to C minus on the ones and twos, baby. Here's the thing. Talk to me about it, Mike D, because I bet we have similar impressions regarding Arizona. There's a lot of beautiful things in Arizona. People are nice. The cities are not bad. But the weather is absolutely cuckoo. It is insane. It's actually Humans shouldn't live there. Unlivable. You cannot live there. When you walk down the street in Tempe. Doesn't it like depend where you live though? North and south? Like it's so drastic? No. No, Nick. I'm telling you, when you walk down the main drag in Tempe, Arizona, I've done the Tempe Improv. Good club. Uh, I did CB Live in Phoenix. Good club. And nice people. But you walk down the main drag in Tempe, businesses at night have outdoor mist machines, like sprinklers, spraying out onto the fucking streets so you can even walk around at night. They have to soak you down for it to be tolerable. If if you fell asleep on your porch in Arizona, you might die. You'd be dead. At noon, you would not survive to see dinner. I do have to say, speaking of dinner, isn't it like different in the north though? I mean, like that's my impression. No, Nick. Really? I'm telling you, man. There's nothing up north. Dude. Dude, we've been there. I will give a shout out. One of my favorite restaurants in the world, there's a vegetarian restaurant called the Coronado in Phoenix. So I might give it a C plus just because they're, it's a bunch of punk rockers who own a legitimately great vegetarian restaurant. Love the Coronado. Um, and the pe- they've been very supportive of me. They're very nice, the people who work there. That being said, one of the ultimate fucking nightmares I've ever lived through. So my good buddy, Carmen Christopher, he wrote on my old TV show and then he opened for me for a while. And now he's gotten big enough in his own right. He's not opening for me. He's out in LA and he tours and headlines and he does the thing, but that's how it works in comedy, right? Somebody who's headlining brings you out and kind of shows you how the road works. Second time I ever brought him out was in Arizona. Now he's a very social guy and he was single at the time. He was on the apps and he was like, look, I'll come out on the road with you. He's like, but you're not the, and you guys will laugh at this because you know me well. He's like, you're not the most fun fucking person. And if I'm going on the road with you, I can't just like get food at the hotel and then work on my laptop until showtime. Like I can't do it. We have to go out and see shit. And I told Hallie that I was like, Carmen likes to go out, party a little bit, pick up girls. He says, if he comes out on the road with me, I got to go. And she was like, good, man good like i don't watch you sit yeah you fucking need that man this motherfucking guy we were at in at the tempe improv for a whole weekend so that's three days and uh two nights or three nights and and two days rather he found a rooftop pool party in scottsdale tempe phoenix and scottsdale are all connected it was like a 3 p.m he's like we're going to this rooftop pool party we went didn't have flip-flops and first of all, to to like take your shoes off by the lockers and just walk across the fucking cement without flip-flops, you honestly thought you were going to go to the hospital with third-degree burns on your feet. Holy shit. <laughs> so fucking hot. So we're already doing the fucking cool. Taylor Hamflip. And then everyone was like fucking 
hot plastic surgery, belly button rings, tattoos, and then me in a pool on a roof. How like how old was the crowd? Dude, they were all like, I would say like plastic surgery. Jesus, I would say like late twenties up to about our age. But everybody was like fucking hot and jacked, and then my pale ass trying to look for any shade. And I eventually, here's how sad it got. I was in this pool and uh, overheard that the women next to me were a bachelorette party. Yes. And then I looked and most of them have had wedding rings and I was huddled under a weird little fountain sprayer thing. And I leaned over to one of them. I was like, I'm so sorry to eavesdrop. Are you guys all married? And they were like, yeah. I was like, can I just talk to you? Because everyone else here is like single and trying to hook up. And I'm married too. And I just, that's a whole angle, man. And I just talked to you and they were like, yes, that's a whole angle. No. And then I kind of joined this bachelorette party of modest, married, kind women. And that was a bad experience. Arizona gets a C, C plus for the Coronado, C plus for the Coronado. Sometimes wedding rings can be a good thing if you're, well, you're married, but like Arkansas, I have been, anyone else been to Arkansas? I've not been to Arkansas. No, I've only heard terrible things. And, uh, I drove through. Uh, on an RV trip with some friends, we did not stop. It was it alternated between kind of like highways with businesses off the side, and then farm areas, and then WalMarts. I think I slept in a Walmart parking lot in Arkansas because we did the whole. Generally, WalMarts will let you park an RV and sleep for the night, especially when you get off the coasts. And the Walmart that we slept in had a very late night meth vibe. I'm not trying to paint this house with that brush, but like woke up and went to use the Walmart bathroom in the morning and there were just straight up tweakers and Arkansas gets a C. No, I mean, if Arizona gets a C minus for the weather, C plus if I consider the fact that Coronado is a great restaurant, uh, Arkansas gets a C minus, maybe even a D plus based on my experience. We just drove through and got the fuck out. Damn. Barely hanging on to statehood. Next I know they've been like uh, ravaged by uh, uh, far right politics or whatever, um, especially like education and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I think there's beautiful places in Arkansas. But um, hey, listen, man. Hey, ba- banging in Little Rock was a classic when it came out. Remember that? Like very early, like yeah, like gang documentary looked like it was shot on VHS cameras. They showed it on uh, MTV all the time, right? Yeah. Yep. I have not thought about that in years. Oh, my God. But it was straight up like teenagers with fucking Tech Nines and AK-47s and Uzis. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, they were pretty definitive legitimate. 90s childhood document was the Banging in Little Rock documentary on MTV. It was fucked up. Up next, I feel like this one's possibly divisive, California. How do we feel about California? Oh, I'm going to give California a solid... B plus, Nick, your um, vote. Yeah, I'll give him a fan of California. I've had like um, a lot of good experiences. Never went north, but San Diego, Laguna Beach, like L.A. stuff like that. I had a good time. Met lots of nice people. Like you know, didn't have to live there, but letter grade. It's uh, close to the water, so I get that. I will give it a. I'll give it a solid B. I'm going to give it an A- minus because I've also made a lot of money in my mm. in the entertainment industry there. 
California is fantastic. It sets the bar for the nation in a lot of positive ways. There's certain annoying aspects of it, but overall, I like it. If anything, I wouldn't give it a full A just because it is so often on fire and that they don't have enough water to support humanity. Outside of that, great place. Great Earthquakes too, yeah. One if of they the had times. enough water to support the millions and millions of people, it's I, just going to be sad when it, you know, the giant earthquake comes and half of it falls into the sea because geologists have been predicting this for a long time. It's going to be uh, just like uh, Escape from L.A. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. The forest fires are scary. I did uh, witness one of those wildfires when I was there, and it was really crazy. Um, really? Yeah, it was It was intense. Yeah. How close did you get? Like, I, I was staying in a hotel somewhere, nor- like Northern California, maybe like two years ago, and... It was a pretty tall hotel, maybe like I was on like the seventh or eighth floor. Um, and you could see it wasn't the mountain closest to us, but, but the one beyond that was glowing. And so I'm asking people and they're like, oh no, we have like days to, you know, we have like three days before we need to worry about this. If the ever, if, and you know, if the wind changes direction, everyone's very calm. I was not calm and I was glad that I was leaving the next day. Outside of the fires, the earthquakes, the San Francisco historical <laughs> attachment of bizarre serial killers, the lack of water. Yeah, outside of those things, great place. Solid A minus, B plus, great. Colorado, another one that I imagine. I know, Mike, you've been a number of times. I've been a number of times. I have. I'm going to give Colorado a solid B. Never been. Never Colorado, been. It, the cities in Colorado are meh. But everything else, the mountains, the woods, is just incredible. Um, and I, I would even rate it higher, except the Denver airport is probably the most torturous airport in North America. It is a nightmare. It, it's a scary place. There's a lot of urban legends that it's actually evil. Yeah, I've heard that, that there's tunnels underneath where they hide alien bodies for some reason. That evil horse, government complexes, the big blue horse statue fell on the owner, fell on the sculptor and killed him. Colorado, my most recent experience there is a negative. I did catch COVID in Denver and get stuck there for five days, which was very bad. But Denver's great. The Denver comedy scene is fucking awesome. So many good comics out there. The Grawlix guys, my friends, Adam, Kate and Holland, Ben Roy, Sam Talents out there, Andrew Overdahl, Zach Reiner, like great, great comedians, great art. Um, there's one thing people don't talk about enough though. I once drove cross country by myself and Western Colorado, you feel like you're in fucking Lord of the Rings and you're on like the major highways and you're coming down and it's like, oh, there's a fucking waterfall and a cliff and this and that. And then you get on the other side of Denver and it was night, but I was driving my window down and all of a sudden I was like, what the fuck? Like it, I honestly thought. I was like, did I somehow shit my own pants and not notice? Because it smells so much like fucking shit in my car. But I was driving at night. I didn't realize when you get on the eastern side of Colorado on the main highway, I forget if it's 80 or 90 that you're on at that time. It's like the highway just cuts through endless fucking cattle ranches. And it's just herds of cattle shitting and farting. And the entire eastern half of the state smells like shit because of that in the hot summer sun. So I would actually give Colorado an A based on the art, the culture, the quality of the people. But having been punched in the face with the pungent smell of um, 
you know, cattle diarrhea, I can't in good conscience give it an A. It's like driving uh, south on 81, like in the spring or summer through uh, Pennsylvania. The whole state smells like cow shit. Yep. Up next, we have Connecticut, a place I'm sure all of us have found ourselves from time to time. Uh, I'm going to give Connecticut a solid D minus. Okay. Okay. Nick? I've had uh, good experiences on the water there. Really? But uh, hate driving 95. No matter what time of year or decade you've driven up 95, there's always construction. It's terrible. Yep. And uh, the letter grade on this, please. I'm going to give you a, uh, a C minus. We got a C minus and D minus. I think I might go solid F. I think oh. Connecticut might be my first F. They have worse uh, taxes than us, I think, too. Although, you know what? I'll give it a D because they actually have some incredible pizza places between the New Haven pizza places. And also down in Stamford, there's a place called the Colony Grill that I've been to twice and it's fucking awesome. So actually, yeah, I'll give it a C minus because actually the pizza brings the fucking heat. But outside of that, most of my experiences in kind of harsh. Connecticut. It's a big state. Maybe a D plus. You see the range I'm in. The traffic, it crushes you. The cities make New Jersey cities look like they're on the up and up, man. People don't realize. People think Connecticut's all fancy, but the cities in Connecticut are fucking rough, dude. And then I would argue that the suburbs have a lot less charm than Jersey cities. Not Jersey City. uh, Jersey's suburbs, rather. Um, Although, I mean, I've had a couple good nights at Mohegan Sun. I went one, I've watched, I've gone to multiple MMA fights at Mohegan Sun, and there's something really good about that. But even Mohegan Sun, you're driving way further than you want. I once got booked at a college gig at UConn, and I was like, I feel like I've driven to fucking Indiana. How can a place in Connecticut be this far from New Jersey? Makes no sense. Connecticut's got the worst grade so far. Let's hear about one of our neighbors to the south, Delaware. What do we think about Delaware? Ooh. And we're going to have to pick up the pace on this because this bit is Sorry, already yeah. getting old. Delaware, uh, Tax Haven, uh, the new Gold Coast. Uh, Letter grade. I'll give a C plus. C plus for Delaware. Mike D, your thoughts? I'm going to give Delaware a solid C because everything about C is supposed to be average, right? That's what the letter grade means. Yeah, And yeah. it's just average in every way. Nothing sticks out in my mind <laughs> either way too far. Just- I'm going to give Delaware a C plus. I think it gets clowned on more than it should, but it doesn't, there's not too many places to stop. Although my brother's a big fan of Rehoboth beach. Is that Rehoboth beach? Rehoboth beach. So I've heard that that's pretty great. And I once did a college show at the university of Delaware and it was a charming disaster. It was one of those disaster college gigs we were like, oh, they had extra money to spend. They gave it to me. No one advertised this. It was in a fucking food court and it, no one was told a comedy show was coming. Not ideal, but kind of hilarious. I give it a C plus for it has its own charms and it's an underdog state. How are we feeling about Florida? <sighs> oh. I've spent a lot of time in Florida because my folks live. Love, hate, I guess. I'm at a, I'm. Uh, D D minus, and the only reason it doesn't get an F is because of the keys. The keys are awesome. The rest of Florida, the keys are shockingly awesome. The keys are incredible. The rest of Florida is a horror show. St. Augustine's really cool too. I've had fucking fantastic times in Gainesville. 
The Bark in Jacksonville. Great, great venue. Gainesville Fest every year. It's awesome. That being said, holy shit, man. What's almost every decision that gets made by the in the infrastructure of that state is trouble. It's a lawless, I wouldn't want to extremely live there. humid no swamp. Yeah. I mean, my parents spend a lot of the year now there and they're straight up. They live in one of these 55 plus communities where everybody's backyard has like a, a fenced in cage because straight up alligators walk around. This is no fucking joke. When we were just down there visiting them, this is not a joke. Me and Cal went on a walk one day. Hallie was at the gym with my dad, which is an adorable thing that my wife and my dad like to go to the gym together. So I took Cal for a walk and some of the trees, he was like, this looks like a place where dinosaurs would live. And we were walking in this area where there was no cars allowed. It was just for golf carts and bikes and people. We were the only people back there. And I straight up started hearing a rustling in the woods and was like, hey, Cal, we might need to turn around because I think there might really be an animal nearby and we don't want to bother it. And he was a little, you know, he's a four-year-old. He's trying to ignore me a little bit. And all of a sudden from like eight feet away, I hear all this movement and I just hear... And I just say, I go, Cal, turn around. Wild boar? Run. What was it? Turn around and run. It was straight up a wild boar. Holy shit. There's feral pigs that run rampant throughout my parents' retirement community. And that's like- And they'll just come in and fuck up people's yards, and then they have to send in trappers at night. They'll attack you. They will straight up attack. I told my son to run, and then, I mean, I had the honest moment as a father where I was like- I might need to sacrifice myself Dude, and get killed by a wild like, pig um, so he can escape. I might need to sacrifice myself. If you guys got a call that I was killed. That kid got eaten at fucking Disney World or whatever the fuck it was, right? But be honest. It took, it, the it, alligator took his body and like shoved it under a fucking log for later. like, And that was supposed yeah, to be like a it was rough. safe area where people were fucking walking around. If you guys got a call that Pythons? I was killed by a wild boar. Would you be sad or kind of psyched? It's fucking terrible. I'd be kind of psyched. I'd be psyched if that was no me. way. That's a, probably a terrible fucking it's death. Better than dying having a heart attack on the fucking toilet trying to shit out some long odds. You want to be like gored to death by a fucking boar? I don't like, want to be. Little, but if I that's am, a ter- that's you know, it's a slow fucking terrible death. I'm not saying that's my. I'd love to die as it eats your. I'd love to die making love to head. my wife and and and. Well, how think about how traumatic that would be for her. Okay, well, I guess there's no good way f- to die in your eyes. Anyway, yeah, Florida gets a D. Can't die. Although, shout out to all my friends in Gainesville, Jacksonville, St. Augustine is so cool. We were just there. The weather, man. Miami has its charms, even though it's kind of nuts. The Everglades is cool. The Keys are amazing. But that being said, my son and I were briefly chased by a legit feral pig like three weeks ago. It's a lot of Greeks down there too, Tarpon Springs. How are we feeling about Georgia? I've been to Georgia. I've been to Georgia. Mm. Um, Passed through. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a... I would give Georgia a B. Really? Solid B. Same here, yeah. It, it's actually... Georgia's pretty great. It's, pretty, it's a lot cooler than, so, than I thought it would be. And Atlanta's a pretty solid city. You know, a little, Atlanta's a little hard to get around, but there's yep. some cool stuff in Atlanta. Savannah is fucking incredible. Yeah. Yes. Athens, I, fucking cool. I've not been there to Athens. Yeah, Athens is great. And it's a big state. Sa- big Savannah's state. actually a place that people have asked me, like, oh, you've traveled around a lot. Where should I go? Savannah is often a place I will bring up. It's like as uh, one of the top picks. Pretty expensive. 
I imagine it is, but it also, do you know the whole story with Savannah? Uh, probably not. Okay, yeah. So when Sherman marched across Georgia and was just indiscriminately burning shit down, he got out to Savannah and the town leaders met him like a mile or two out and were like, we surrender, don't burn it down. And he famously sent a letter to Abraham Lincoln, I think on Christmas Eve or Christmas, that said, my Christmas present to you, Mr. President, is the city of Savannah. So it's also one of the only cities, like true Southern cities, that didn't get completely fucked up right. by the Civil War. And when you walk around, uh, you can feel like, oh, this is from a different time. And also the book Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil is all about Savannah, and it's great. And when you read it and then go there, you're like, this is nuts. So yeah, Georgia gets a solid B for me just based on the strength of its cities. I hear Hawaii. I have been. Oh, I wish. I've not been. Never. I visited my uncle who lives there once, and then I also went on my honeymoon there. Hawaii, oh man, it's fucking awesome. I mean, it's it's really cool. And there's great ghost stories. There's great folklore, great people. Nick, you'd love the food. On the... Dude, great uh, oppression of indigenous people and taking their land from them. Yeah, it's not. That's not ideal. Um, but Nick, that being said, there's these straight up. I still think about these fucking things. On Oahu's North Shore, there's a series of shrimp trucks that you would be obsessed with, my friend Nick. <laughs> these fucking trucks. You'd be at these fucking trucks twice a week if you lived in Hawaii. I'm putting a link in here. It's they like farm the shrimp and they get them real fucking big, but they have these like shrimp farming pools. Cool. And then you can go up to these trucks and it'll be like, oh, here's our daily special. We're grilling up the shrimp and we're throwing fucking garlic and butter and a splash of lime on them. And they come with a big side of rice. And they're those shrimp trucks are awesome. Hawaii shaved ice, great. The big island, don't get me started, man. I went and drank kava at a kava bar with a man who told me to refer to him as Uncle Billy on my honeymoon. It was awesome. Best fucking fish you'll ever have. Kind people, cool shit. Hawaii gets an A minus. It's kind of far. Outside of that, pretty great place. All right. How are we feeling about Idaho? Huh. I've been through. Not been. I've been to Boise. Um, I haven't been, but I... I hear it's uh, still one of the good like retirement uh, places to go to afterwards. I've been to a few places. I've been to Boise and I've been to Coeur d'Alac, uh, I believe it's called, which is a lake where I passed through and you were able to uh, purchase, like they, there's just like oh, old shit. men who own fucking seaplanes on this lake and you can just give them 20 bucks and they'll just fly you around the lake on their seaplanes, which is really awesome. Boise is a good town. I do. I'll never forget that they had a um, a restaurant that was open late night Sweet. that sold pressed sandwiches on bagels, which I thought was a good food option. That being said, there's too many stories of Boise of uh, Idaho, rather, especially like the Idaho Oregon border, being a stronghold for a lot of white supremacy in the country. Like I think that's pretty much a fact. Yeah, that's militia. That's militia country. It's yeah. the, it's where militia and whites like. I mean, no, no militias are free of their white supremacy. <laughs> I was going to say they're kind of the same thing. At this yeah, point. like uh, Idaho. It's I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Well, I think militia. The Michigan ones are a little more like paramilitary nuts, and there's crosser. The Idaho ones. That's where like the actual leadership of a lot of neo-Nazi organizations 
live. So it's hard to give, I, I have to give Idaho a hard, you know, Boise's great. I've had some good experiences there, but um, I got to give it a C minus just because of the racism. Got to give it a C minus, maybe Oof. even a D plus just because of the, the, the reputation. Okay. Let's keep pushing this. Illinois. I've been to Illinois so many times. It's a I've fascinating a discussion right here. Illinois yeah. or Illinois? Come on, bring the Illinois, baby. Um, meet lots of people from Chicago area and surrounding, and everybody's super nice. So I don't know. Lots of industry there. Um, Chicago's one of the best cities on planet Earth, I would say. I I agree. Chicago is a very cool city. I I've I've been there, and I've been to one other smaller city in Chicago a million times for work. And it's tough because love Chicago, this other city, which I won't even name and shame is so terrible that uh, it, it, it's making me difficult. I'm going to go with a B minus. See, I'm going to go ahead. Chicago is fucking, first of all, it's comedy city. Second of all, you can have a lot of fucking fun there. The people are like loud, brash, playful assholes in the best way you can describe the history of Chicago is fucking awesome. I've loved every time I've stepped foot in that city. I've also driven through Southern Illinois so many times, and it's one of the most fucking rough around the edges patches of this country I have ever seen, man. Ever seen. That area of the country where Illinois and Missouri meet up is just straight up like shirtless dudes with barbed wire tattoos on their biceps. Like, it's wild down there, man. So Chicago, I would say, gets an A plus. Like Chicago to me Ooh. is almost as good as Jersey in so many ways. Illinois overall, C. So if you mix those together, I guess I'll give it a B minus as a state because Chicago carries it. But Southern Illinois is 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 tough. Which brings us to Indiana. Ooh. Indiana, how are we feeling? Have not been. I've been so many times. Who's your country? Yeah. I mean, Bloomington, Indiana is one of the coolest fucking cities in this country. It's a college town, has Comedy Addicts, one of the best comedy venues. So I've been there so many times. Bloomington, Indiana, it rules. Indianapolis, not a bad town. The rest of Indiana, not so much. I'm going to say C minus um, just based on the fact that Bloomington's cool and the rest of it, so, and Gary, Indiana, if you've ever driven from the East Coast to Chicago, you pass through it right at the tail end. And from the highway, you're like, yo, I, this is not okay. I re this is not okay. I recently did a work project, maybe like the last like six months. And it was for one of the huge, huge government organizations like federal that gives out money to, to disadvantaged communities. And they basically came to us and they're like, we've identified the three most fucked up places economically in the US and we need you to do this work there. And Gary Indiana was like, by every number that they had, the rough, <laughs> literally, the, uh, like according to smart people, yeah. federal government. Indiana gets a C minus, maybe, maybe a D, maybe a D. I also once was driving cross country there and forgot that they don't do the daylight saving shit. Really? So when I went, yeah, they don't do daylight savings because right. they're so dedicated to farming stuff. So however the math worked out, it was an hour later than I thought. So when I went to go find a hotel for the next, I was driving cross country by myself. I couldn't fucking find one. 
And I finally found this one hotel and the guy up front was like, yeah, we got one room left. And he said it all weird. And uh, he gave me my keys and I went out to the car to get the bag. And then when I got to the room, he was in the fucking room. <laughs> and it had like a heart-shaped tub in it. And I was what like- What was he doing? Dude, he was, he, I go, I was like, what's up, man? Waiting for- no, I go, is everything okay? He's like, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that this room wasn't rented out. And I'm pretty sure he was on some level a pimp who kept one room open for appointments and he was just making sure that there were no girls in there with Johns. I'm like 90% certain that that's that I stayed in a room that was actively being used as a brothel the night I stayed in it. Yeah, we're going to go D+. That's going to I'm going to downgrade it cuz I just remembered that one. Iowa. How are we feeling about Iowa? Can't comment. I've not been. I've been to Des Moines and Iowa City and I've driven across it. Iowa's pretty great. Solid B. Good people. Good natured people not much going on good fucking people they love that's where you could get to that area of the country where they love amateur wrestling more than fucking football and we don't talk about it enough and they all just want to grapple all day and farm and then go drink hard in their cities iowa's cool man i like iowa solid b anyone want to speak to kansas have we been to kansas never i have not Similar, I'll say B minus, um, just because it's a longer, harder drive than Iowa. It's very similar, obviously, but it is flat and hard to get through. This is a B minus, C plus state. Um, no one, uh, a Wizard of Oz uh, cred there at all for sure. The historical Wizard of Oz cred, you know, we'll give Kansas a C because it's a little more spread out and the, the cities aren't as fun as Iowa. Uh, Kentucky. Anyone been to Kentucky? I, I have, yeah. I've been to Kentucky a few times myself. Only really driven through. I had some strange experiences in Kentucky. I'm going to give it a B, though. <clears throat> it's pretty, like, it's pretty unique nature-wise when you drive around there. It's, I was going to say, it's <clears throat> really different. It's beautiful in a way yeah. that doesn't get talked about enough. No. Um, and And Louisville is cool. You know, it's a cool, like, it, it, you know, sort of has like an Austin vibe, a lot of music, a lot of, lot of bars and stuff like that. Dude, I had one of the craziest experiences of my life was in fucking Kentucky. It was nuts. So we, when we had the old public access show, we started getting phone calls from all these kids in, at a, a place called Asbury University in Kentucky, and I'd never heard of it. And uh, they were all funny kids. I still, this kid Shelby from Kentucky, this kid, we called him Nathan. His name was Nathan Wagner. We called him Nathan Swagner. This kid, Zach, this girl, Kira, like this little crew used to call and they all used to get together and on their one of their dorm rooms and watch our show every Wednesday night and call us. It was cool. So we were doing this project where we were driving cross country and they were like, yeah, you should come stop here. And we didn't realize Asbury University is like an ultra, ultra fundamentalist Christian college. And it became clear, I think watching my old public access show was the most rebellious thing these kids were doing. Like it was wild. And one of them went to the university and her family lived right down the road. And I mean, when you drive into this university, you pass no less than three like actual mega churches, like those big money making mega churches. And we got down there and 
one of the people, one of the kids had to stay with their grandparents. And the grandparents were like putting on this weird show. Like they had a, a shelf that I'm not kidding. Every book on the shelf was a different edition of the Bible. And that was it. Oh boy. And it was like a really pleasant, quiet place, but he kept bragging like houses in this town don't even have locks on their door. Cause that's how nice things are. And I'm also like, you know, I don't know why you're trying to like tell red flag, tell the New York city artists how safe and idyllic everything is. Cause like, I could also point out like you don't have any people of color or Jewish people or any, like it's also, it's visibly weird and white and Christian here in a way that's uncomfortable. So Kentucky's beautiful. And I know a lot of cool people from there. I also saw that. So I can only give it a C plus in good faith. And I have to assume that they are the outlier but that's the best I can do. Louisiana. Man, do I have layered opinions on Louisiana. Man, I'm coming swinging with an A. With an A. a right off the bat. With an A. Absolutely. Talk to me about this. I mean, I go I go B. I go B minus to B to B. New Orleans. Never been, never been. Is Oh, wait, no, I've been to New Orleans. You would fucking love. Well, yeah. I mean, that is one of the coolest stories about cities that. in the U.S. It is truly hands strange. Down, cool. On every level, from music, the way it looks, the architecture, the whole vibe of it is amazing. And then once you get outside the cities, that swampland, bayou, that's incredible. I mean, it's like being transported back to, you know, primeval land. I mean, you feel like you are a million years ago and they have multiple super interesting, weird mashup cultures that have been there for hundreds of years. I was just going to say the whole Cajun thing is when you look into how real it is and how different it is from the rest of American society, Cajun culture is one of the most unique things we've got going, let alone like the mixing with indigenous people and, and, and all that. And the fact that, New Orleans, you know, that Louisiana was a slave state, but New Orleans was a French city. So the slaves were like far more empowered than anywhere else in the country. And the mixture of music and stuff, it is amazing. And the food is great. I've just never been able to sell one goddamn ticket anytime I've done a show in New Orleans. So I'm all against it. You're right. This is a B plus. This is a B plus place. People don't need comedy in New Orleans. They're not miserable like the rest of the country. They've got so There's much this. joy and amusement. Yeah. I spent a week there, the uh, Mardi Gras before Katrina. Dude, Mar Mardi Gras with Bonaduce sounds like someone would fucking die. I never got the shakes ever in my life from drinking until being there. Dude, those bars have four for one drink specials. I was at a bachelor party for seven days with like 20 of the <laughs> hardiest, hardest partiers I've ever known in my entire life. And I swear to Christ, like the uh, the state troopers were staying in our hotel. We had like a we had like the uh, penthouse with a pool outside. It, it was crazy. People were breaking into like our. We had a great time. But anyway, I'm there on the fifth day, and these troopers are all like six plus feet tall, and I'm standing on the elevator. There's three of them around me. And like they look at me and they go, "Boy." How long you been here? And I said, five days. They're like, my God. I was like, <laughs> they're like, it, it, here's there's a couple of rules in 
in New Orleans, right? <laughs> don't piss in the street and don't whip your cock out and you'll be all right. You won't get fucking arrested. But I, I probably had the most, uh, you know, between hurricanes and uh, whatever and uh, going off the uh, main drag and like uh, they love Budweiser down there. So that's a great common thing. I never heard so much good music, ate so much good food, drank coffee, ate fucking alligator on a fucking stick and just like had a great time with like. This might be an A. You might be convincing me. I, I for my for my small experience in uh, New Orleans, and also I worked with a lot of guys that were drillers, um, and they all seem to come from Off either Alabama. No, no, like regular, like they run these specialized uh, drilling rigs that whatever. This is like their fucking thing because they're all in like swamp down there, Alabama and Louisiana. The best drillers come from there, right? And they are just fucking great people. You know what I mean? Like, you can be as Jersey as you want to be. You might call somebody a motherfucker and, like, you'll hug each other by the end of the day. Like, those kind of good people. And one of the best things I think that we're doing is that um, you've been everywhere, Chris, like, whatever. But, like, you find that common bond between everybody, right? We're all fucking Americans. And we're all from our own fucked up states and towns and everything else like that. But, like, ultimately, like, we love this fucking country. Right? Indeed. Indeed. So to the guy who doesn't, you know, is mad at us about whatever, that we only talk about Jersey, or it's really all about love. And that's what it's really about, man. Absolutely. Agape. Absolutely. Agape. Hearing that a state trooper looked at you and just said, Three of them. Yeah, they were just looked, they were like, <laughs> I think they were just happy I was still like standing and amazing. Uh, I was like in this comatose state, like, but yeah. How are we feeling about Maine? Ooh, ooh. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm Don't gonna go there. The ground is no I'm good. I'm swinging with an A for Maine too. I love Maine. I solid B plus. I mean, hard to get to and too cold, but man, is it fucking cool up there. It's not hard to. It's like a 45 minute flight from Newark. I, I think I've only driven up there. It's tough, man. Uh, um. I've done both. I think it's real different when you go from like the coast to uh, like inland. Like it's pretty like get lost up there for like oh, 10 years. I, I was inland where I was this summer up there. I mean, we it was th the middle of nowhere. Um, it's really beautiful. Dude, all I know is that there is a place called Vina's Fizz House. That is a place that is a sober bar where you can get cool, fancy drinks and they're all mocktails and it's great. Where's that? And it, I, I went there. That was in, let me look it up. Like Portland or something. Venus Fizz House. Looks like it's in a place called Westbrook, but I think that is the place I went to. Yeah, dude, I went there cause I had to, I, I did a college show up there once where I flew up and then I had to drive a long way and I stopped at Venus Fizz House. And then Nick, this was when I still ate fish. I ate, I went down, Lobster. dude, I just wandered down to the waterfront by a bunch of fucking boats, saw a restaurant that was open, walked in. They sat me right on the water. I ordered a seafood casserole. That was one of the best fucking things I ever had. And they made a dressing on top out of mushed up Ritz crackers 
And I never forgot it. Like, like these Ritz crackers, they mushed up and then baked. So they had a fucking, they were like browned. God damn. The food is good there. The people are cool. The sites are beautiful. B plus two and A for Maine. Let's keep it moving. Maryland. This is Maryland. How are we feeling? Oh, Lots of love. B minus. A. I give Maryland an A. It's so different. Maryland is quietly, Maryland is the Jersey to DC, like what New Jersey is to New York. Maryland is to DC, man. It's like, also, Baltimore's fucking underrated. Baltimore's fucking cool. Western Maryland's pretty I like cool Baltimore too. Baltimore too. Baltimore's good. Western Mar- Maryland's really beautiful. It's like, it's this weird, like, I used to drive through it all the time. So, like, I, I'd go through like Frostburg and we, we used to do shows uh, with uh, the, all the punks down there from Pittsburgh to Morgantown to Frostburg to DC. Like that, that was even in the nineties, like a healthy scene, but like used to meet like all great people, like, but it's fucked up down there too. Uh, really mountainous and uh, you know, the Western part of the state. And then you got Baltimore and all that other bullshit. Yeah. I've been to Annapolis to, Baltimore and I've driven all over the rest of it. Dude, the aquarium in Baltimore is one of the best things ever. Also, Baltimore has like a music scene and an art scene that feels to me like it's got all the good shit about Philly's version of them. And I like Philly a lot. I mean, when we get to Pennsylvania, we'll all be able to speak to Pennsylvania. I like Philly a lot. Um, But I do think that Philly people like telling you how awesome all that shit is in Philly and Baltimore has a lot of that same shit going, but they're just more chill about it. A lot of good bands come out of Baltimore. I like Maryland a lot. I think Maryland's fucking cool in my book. Man. Nick, were you part of the <clears throat> the group of us that got thrown out of the Baltimore aquarium on a West Orange school trip many years ago? That was a popular <laughs> West Orange field trip. I do remember this. I've been there like several times. I always have a great time there, but yeah. No, we were like the... Uh... Mike, you got thrown out? We did. We did get thrown out for probably the most... What'd you do? Someone someone in our group of friends took an RC Cola bottle and hit a, hit a penguin <laughs> with it. <laughs> and a very West Arch story right there. 100%. And it, and it was a... It was a dead eye Randy Johnson shot. I mean, the bottle just went end over end and he, it solidly connected with that poor penguin. And we were very quickly removed from the Baltimore Aquarium. As you should have been. As you should have and been. And we had to stand around the bus in the parking lot. They would not let us on the bus. So we stood in the aquarium parking lot for, as I remember, several hours. Sounds like you got what you deserved. Also, the Auto Bar in Baltimore is one of the great venues in this country. How are we feeling about Massachusetts? This could be divisive. Good. Good. Okay. Talk to me about it. Well, I love Boston, that whole area, uh, North Shore, uh, Cape Cod. But then if you go west, like it borders so many states like New Hampshire, Vermont, whatever. And it gets, um, it gets very rural, but like in that New England sense where, you know, you're just like, it's totally different than just Boston. You're like literally in the fucking middle of the fucking nowhere. It is true. It has Boston and also a whole other beautiful chunk. And what's their, uh, the big place, Amherst out there. It's, cool and hip and whatever but uh mm. i think for the emily North Hampton's very cool yeah I'm, i you know it probably gets more classified with uh, the boston area which i still have so much love in my heart for boston and uh 
Boston, I actually don't have it. Like the the easy thing would be to be from the New York area and be like, "Fuck Boston." I actually like the people from Boston. My only problem with Boston is it it makes it makes Jersey traffic look fucking sane at times, man. I, there's been times where I thought I was going to fucking die trying to get around Boston and navigate like the weird highways that just loop right through the city and shit. And so uh, I once had to call state troopers on myself because I was driving an RV and I realized I was, uh, I, I wasn't driving. My friend Will was driving, but I was like, stop the fucking RV because you're coming up at a bridge. And I realized that we didn't, we, we were in an RV that wasn't going to fit under the fucking bridge. We almost died. A letter grade. We just need a letter grade. I'm going to give uh, Massachusetts a B. Mike T. Not even a B plus B. Um, I yeah, I was gonna. I'll, I'll give a solid B too. I especially like Western Massachusetts, but yeah, solid B. Boston's a cool city too. B for sure. Amherst is very cool. Michigan. I have mixed opinions. Had some great shows in Detroit, Ann Arbor, Grand Rapids. I think the people are nice. There's also a sect of fucking lunatics that tried to kidnap the governor. So I don't know that I can get totally behind this. I'm pretty fascinated by the Upper Peninsula, which I've never been to, where I hear that they cook a mean pasty, uh, which is a good, like, uh, old, like, minor food, because there was all these Cornish miners that moved to Michigan. Randy, who used to live in Somerville and famously said that Somerville ain't Manville, he lives in Michigan now. I like Randy. He farms up there. So there's people I like. But again, they've tried to kidnap the fucking governor. Like they tried to straight up kidnap the governor. That's nuts. I can't give it anything more than a, uh, I, I can't give it higher than a C based just on the lunatic fringe. I'm, I'm going to give it a C based on my... I, I'd like to rate it higher because of Detroit, but I'll just give it a C. Give it a... Detroit's B minus... Uh, yeah, it is. Act locally to affect uh, global change. So sometimes you got to fucking kidnap the governor. You know what I mean? Wow. Okay. Okay. Here's the, here's the taking action. That's all I got to say. You're just saying that don't make them bad guys. It doesn't make you a bad guy. Sometimes you make bad decisions. Sometimes you plot to kidnap the governor and you're just in a little bit over your head. Okay. Okay. How about Minnesota? How are we feeling about Minnesota? B plus. Great accent. Cool state. B plus for sure. Too fucking cold. Can't get past that. That being said, Minneapolis, St. Paul, such cool areas. Then you get up north to the Boundary Waters and it's a whole other thing. Beautiful. The cold is the only thing stopping it from being an A. It's also It gave Great. us Husker Du and the replacements and Prince. The fuck out of here. That's a, the, the only thing stopping it from being an A is the cold. That and when uh, the mall... America is hilarious. My uh, when my Uber driver, Acme, my Uber driver drove on a bike path and insisted it was a road, no matter how much he screamed and yelled. <laughs> and it was one of the more terrifying experiences of my life. Were there just bikers <laughs> bailing out in terror? I mean, it was it, it was similar to an '80s comedy where we were driving, it's like ah, and people like screaming <laughs> at the guy. Um, it, it was it was intense. With the uh, Minnesota accents included, like yeah, everyone was very nice about how they were screaming at us. <laughs> they were super, super polite when they. What are our letter grades from Mississippi? Hmm. I have been driven through it. I've not been. Did not stop. Not been. Not been. Can't say. Tough area. I'm gonna say a D, just because there's so many. I mean, you drive through it and you feel like holy shit. There's nothing going on for 
that the naked eye can see from the highway. And then you read all the stories about how so many people are still treated poorly. Voter suppression, this is a D. I, this is a D. I have not seen enough of it to speak with authority, but just based on that. Missouri. Oh, Missouri. I have so much to fucking say about Missouri. Missouri, hey, Missouri is Jersey in a, in a way. Yeah. Very. I might go A minus as well, Mike D. Cool state. Nick, have you spent much time? Never been there, but uh, never been there, but I have friends who uh, relocated and uh, and love it there. Dude, St. Louis is tough. St. Louis is a very most cities though. It's like here's all the cool pockets, and then avoid the rough edges. St. Louis, my experience has always been there's a lot of rough edges, and people need to tell you where the cool pockets are, and you go find them, and then they're very very cool. But it it has that city has some rough and tumble aspects, but I do have a lot of love for it. Forest Park there is one of the most beautiful parks that I've ever been to in my life. The, I mean, the whole Central West End where William Burroughs is from, that part of the city is beautiful. You got great baseball. You got the Anheuser-Busch Brewery. I mean, it's a the cool Children's Museum cool is city. no joke. The Children's Museum is amazing. They make Fitz's root beer there. You go to the top of the arch. They eat pizza with literal plastic cheese on it. It makes no sense. That's probably my favorite thing is the St. Louis style pizza. I love the Provel cheese. Oh, it's amazing. But Nick, you know what you would be obsessed with? So I drove by myself the entire length of Route 66 that still exists. And there's parts where it doesn't exist. So you got to jump off and then jump back on. But Missouri is one of the stretches where it's most preserved with weird fucking roadside shit and crazy billboards everywhere and you can jump off and eat someplace weird see something weird i straight up i was in missouri and drove past a sign that said uh uh we got alligators i think it said two dollars and i went in i was like i can see alligators for two dollars they were like yeah dude they had a whole front room that was like you could buy a mason jar that was straight up like somebody ate something and then they cleaned out the jar and peeled the label off and now they got a fucking like little skeleton of a mouse Ooh. in there you could have a mouse skeleton or like a preserved scorpion in the old baby food jar it was so weird then they brought me in the back these motherfuckers didn't just have alligators they had fucking tigers and a full-grown lion just in some random backyard. It was the most lawless fucking shit. But that combination of like Route 66 plus some fucking wackadoos doing their own thing off the grid and St. Louis as your city that's not unlike New Jersey cities in the combination of like industry rough edges and then some really cool shit and hidden gems. It's Missouri is in many ways very Jersey-ish in a way that it does. I, I would say A minus for sure. Worth the drive down routes old sixty six. What do we have to say about Montana, a place I recently visited for the first time? I've not been. Want to go for sure? Oh, you, dude! It's built. You're gonna retire there someday. I mean, it's too fucking cold, so I can't give it an A, but I give it a solid B plus. I did Bozeman and I did Missoula, and God. Damn it, they were both fucking cool towns and the drive in between them was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, man, just like good, weird people having a good, weird time. Missoula was wild. It had this downtown. Another friend of mine was doing a comedy show across the street from me, my friend Sean Patton. And I was doing like an art center 
And he was across the street just straight up doing a comedy show in a fucking VFW hall or American Legion. I forget which one. But I did my show and then went and did some time on his show. And they were just like a hard drinking, super fun people. Senator John Tester's office was on the main road in Missoula. And right next door was a fucking dispensary. I was like, this town is fucking cool. And then I wait. Dude, I went and ate in some building that restaurant that was in like the lobby of this building that was like like Chrysler building-esque architecture out in the middle of nowhere. It was so fucking cool. That's a B plus, man. It's it's too cold to get an A, but Montana fucking rules. It was awesome. Nebraska. Am I the only one who's been to Nebraska? Correct. This is the definition of a C minus place, and we don't need to speak anymore about it. Nevada. Now, Nevada, I'm sure we all have things to say. I... I'm going to go with an F. <laughs> okay, talk to me about this. I, I've said this before, but... If I if I die and I wake up in Las Vegas, I'll know that I'll have I have really failed in my time on Earth because I think every Las Vegas is the anti place for me. I am a heavy heavy dislike for Vegas. Nick, your opinions your opinions on Nevada? Uh, never been to Nevada or Vegas. Like you've never been to Vegas? Never been. Yeah, not missing anything. Yo, it's I have like I mean. The first 24 hours? I think of it as like a... You will have fun. An adult Disney World, which is another place that like I hate because it's like a magnet for a certain kind of like people or whatever. I, I know that sounds terrible, but like uh, I, I'll probably go there. You know, have a good time pin, or whatever. But. I can literally pinpoint the exact and describe in great detail the exact saddest moment of my entire life okay and i was in i was in las vegas for 12 straight days for work uh i was working oh, on, that's an, an, on an aau basketball tournament thing for nike and so basically i would spend 12 hours a day like you know filming and writing scripts and all this stuff and I would have a very brief window in the day to like run out and find some food. And I remember one day I was like running through like 800 hotels. Cause that's the only way to get outside. <laughs> yes. I, um, you can't you leave. Can't you get outside. walk through the fucking hotels. And I have a limited amount of time. I'm lost. I finally get outside to the street. I instantly start sweating out of every pore in my body to the point where like my underwear are soaked within 90 seconds. And I'm looking around for anything to eat. And all there is is like, Cadillac Johnny's, like <laughs> flame, fl flaming gens, and all these drunk people. I'm like, I just need food or I'm going to keel over dead. And so I see a subway and I go into the subway and it is literally the world's least trafficked subway. The bread was probably from the 1980s. They didn't even have half the vegetables. So being a vegetarian, that made it even worse. I remember walking out of there and I was standing in front of like Rocket Johnny's with a stale subway roll that basically had shredded lettuce, brown tomatoes, and some of that terrible <laughs> mustard. And I was just like sitting, standing there, like the hundred degree heat, eating it. And be like, why did my life turn out this way? I had a crazy dude. The first time I went to Vegas, I was driving cross country from California back to Jersey with my friend Nick, not Bonaduce, my buddy Nick. And, uh, He's like, I got this friend I grew up with in Queens and he lives in Vegas now. We got to call Jingles. I'm like, the guy's name is Jingles? He's like, yeah, we got to go find Jingles. So he tracks down Jingles. 
and we meet up with this guy in the lobby of the hotel. We stayed at this place, the Stardust. I think it's been knocked down because it was like 40 bucks a night on a weeknight. It was just, we found the cheapest place. It was this old beat up Vegas place. And at first I'm like, man, it's fucking Vegas and it's everything it's supposed to be. This guy meets us and he's like, I'm going to show you the, he was like a fast talking Queens guy. He's like, I'm going to show you local shit, man. Not the touristy shit. I'll take it. This and that, blah, blah, blah. So first we go to his car and he, dude, my buddy goes to get in the shotgun seat. He goes, Nikki, don't push the seat back. I got a gun under there. And we were like, whoa. Like first things for it. I'm a 23 years old. We're like, whoa. Dude, he starts talking all this crazy shit. At one point, he says the worst thing I've ever heard someone say about, it's very misogynistic. So skip forward like 15 seconds if that if it's going to gross you out. I'm, edit, I'm not saying this because I think it's cool in any way. He goes, Dude, the best part about it is like you get all these people come through and they just work a few months a year in Vegas. He's like, and strippers come through. I was dating this stripper. She was a sex freak, Nikki. She's telling me, come on my face, come in my hair, come on my tits. I finally had to stop and say, lady, I only got so much come. And he's like telling us this story where I was like, what the fuck? He brings us to this casino that's like off the strip. He's He goes, we're going to meet up with the girl that I'm dating. He's like, she's real nice guys. You got to do me a favor and don't make fun of her teeth. And I'm like, of course I'm not going to make fun of her. What are you talking about? I'm not going to make fun of her teeth. And then dude, we meet her and God bless her. She smiles at one point and her teeth were so beyond the pale. I was like, what is happening in this fucking town with this man? And then I hit dude. I was dating a girl. I was 23 I was dating a girl at the time who was 29. She was a redhead. So I put my money on 29 red and it hit roulette. <gasps> I won like 800 bucks. It was the fucking best. But then this fucking guy, we go to get back in his car so he could drive us back to the hotel. And it's on the top floor of a parking garage. And he's just like, we all get in and he starts the car and he doesn't fucking move. And we're all like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, man, you could just drop us back at the Stardust or whatever. And he just doesn't say anything. And then Nick is like, everything all right, buddy? And the guy just goes, sometimes I wonder what would happen if I just fucking gunned it from the top floor. Like, you think the car would go through the wall? You guys think we'd die? And we were just like, Nick was like, Jingles, don't fucking do that, man. And that to me is like, the per that's the perfect encapsulation of my feelings about Vegas. Uh, you're right, Mike D. Nevada gets an F. Nevada gets an F. Solid F. Nevada and Connecticut. New Hampshire. That took a dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vegas is so fucked up. New Hampshire. B plus. Uh, yeah, I've been there many times. Uh, uh, sister lives there. Interesting people, a mix of, uh, uh, I guess, whatever, liberal and conservative. And, uh, you know, uh, you can get good guns there, too. But uh, good people there, lots of uh, French Canadians, too. I think that's an A. I think New Hampshire gets... Uh, well, you know what? I think B plus as well, because I don't think it has... It doesn't have the city life to hang its hat on. It doesn't have that. Although I'm sure I could find it if I looked hard enough. But uh, beautiful place, great people, weird vibe. Once stayed in a hotel there that was definitely haunted. Uh, we can skip New Jersey. It's an A plus. New Mexico. You guys been to New Mexico? No, I feel it. I want to go there. I have a, not been there. Solid A. So weird. So fucking strange. Santa Fe, Albuquerque, so weird. The food is fucking awesome. So many restaurants serve these things called sopapillas, which are like weird fried balls of dough that they soak in honey, 
incredible. But I'll also say I once spent a couple of days in a place called Taos, New Mexico, which was by far one of the strangest, coolest places I've ever been. New Mexico gets an A. Strange place, good mix of cultures, um, good food. Wound up naked in hot springs with a bunch of my friends and a stranger in Taos, New Mexico. And then the stranger told us he comes to these hot springs. to You had to hike down a fucking cliff to get to him. He said he comes there because his job in the winter, he's a logger up in Montana. And then he also did some fucking shit where big game hunters up in like the northern hinterlands would hunt moose and you can't obviously carry a moose out. So they would tag him, and then he'd go in with the trucks and butcher them and bring the meat back to the hunters. And he said his life was so lonely and desolate and fucked oh. up up North that he would come to Taos and rejuvenate in the hot springs. And I was like, this is fucking wild, man. New Mexico gets today. New York, a place where two of us lived for many years. Um, many connections with New York. What do we think? I'm going to give New York a B plus. I go I lived, uh, yeah, I lived upstate. I lived up there. Had the uh, oh, all three of us. Yeah, lived in uh, North Country, Northern Adirondacks. Man, totally different world. And grew up outside New York. So, and then met lots of great people from uh, uh, Western New York, the Buffalo area. Yep, lived in New York City for a long time. Parents live in the Adirondacks. Have done shows all. I mean, wrote Weird New York, um, Buffalo, Rochester. A lot of good things to say. Troy is a very strange and fascinating city. There's a lot of vast expanses of nothingness in New York, which is both charming and kind of boring to drive through. So I think that makes me give it like a solid, a solid B plus. Um, it would be easy to shit on New York, but my heart tells me New York is pretty great um, for a lot of those reasons and that it's easy to forget. There's so much good about it that you can wipe, swipe away a lot of the fucking nonsense that New York brings with it. Yeah, and even if you're not a New York City person, there's a bunch of other smaller cities and tons of great wilderness. So it's hard to hard to fight with New York. Yeah, and you can always find a good time. Between like all the hipster shit in the Hudson Valley, all the nature of the Adirondacks, the different little cities and all they have to offer, and just like some wide open spaces in Western New York, on top of everything New York City has. New York brings with it a whole world of fucking problems and things I don't like and an attitude that can often be tiresome, but I can't pretend that New York is not a good state in spite of all that. Uh, which brings us, of course, to North Carolina. How do we feel about North Carolina? It's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty great. B plus to me. I, I was going to say a B. I'm a fan. Driven through it, that's it. To get to South Carolina. I like it. I've done great shows. Uh, Chapel Hill in particular has been very kind to me. Charlotte's a good town. Good people, good places. Um, also have, on multiple occasions, br no joke, broken into a place called Gimgul Castle. That's the home to an actual secret society at the UNC. My friend Murph, uh, I told him about this castle because I knew about it from my weird New Jersey writing. We were down there doing a show. My friend Murph was blind drunk and broke into their castle and then started tormenting them on our public access show. And we did a one-hour special tormenting Gimgul. And they have a real castle that you can break into. So that's a B-plus to me right there. That's a B-plus. Um, how are we feeling about North Dakota? Never been. Have not been. It's an, Cold. It's an incomplete. Ohio. Mm. How do we feel about Ohio? As lovers of New Jersey, I have to say, in many ways... 
Ohio reminds me the most of Jersey of any other state. Terrible drivers. The cops Terrible in Ohio. drivers. That's what I remember. Can't give it an A because the drivers are bad and the cops are fucking relentless dickheads. They hunt down people with out-of-state plates to give them tickets. So I can't give it an A, but I'm going to give it a higher grade than anybody thinks. I'm going to give it a C plus, C plus, C plus for me. B minus. I go solid B. Cleveland is cool. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a hundred times cooler than any of us think. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is fucking awesome. I just always thought it was going to be basically a glorified hard rock cafe. It's actually fucking great. They should just not call it a Hall of Fame, though. And Cleveland itself has good. If they called it the Rock and Roll Museum, I know. If they called it the Rock and Roll Museum, to go. But when you call something a Hall of Fame, it just it brings with makes it into an odd competitive <laughs> thing too. Like I'm in the Hall of Fame. I'm not. You know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cleveland is probably the most New Jersey city outside of New Jersey. I think a lot of the cities are. <laughs> Very resentful. Feels like it could be in Jersey. Ohio also has tons of great haunted spots. The Melon Heads are one of the great haunted stories in the entire country. Helltown is awesome. Helltown is a very crazy story. Very crazy story. It is. It also has a bunch of cities where the industry left, but there's still tons of suburban bored kids. Like it's very Jersey in a lot of ways. It's it's a B plus. If it, if the cops weren't such fucking assholes when you drive on Route 80 with Jersey plates, it would be an A for me. When uh when I was in Colorado sleeping in an abandoned mining town in some weird hotel, I turned on the TV and the only thing I could get to come in was a very strange low budget documentary about Helltown. Really? Which is Yes. I don't know if it was the entire town a, is haunted. A documentary or it might have just been a low budget TV show, but yeah, the entire thing was about Helltown. It was probably the wrong thing to watch. But people are cool there, man. In that abandoned mining town. People are cool in Ohio. It's just the relentless the relentless dickheadishness of the state troopers keeps it from being an A. That bad, huh? They're non-fucking-stop. Oklahoma, I have been. Anyone else? Never. Have not been to Oklahoma. Oklahoma City's pretty cool. Did a good show there. Ate some actually really great Greek food there. Um, have driven across it. It's a hard drive. I'm going to give it a C plus. In some ways, it's a B minus because it's also a lot of the things you want to like about Texas without all the Texas fucking drama. Hmm. So in some ways it's a B minus, but just the amount of driving you have to do to get from one end to the other, I'm going to say C plus. Although Oklahoma City, pretty cool. Although they do have the Blue Whale of Catoosa, Oklahoma, which is one of the great roadside attractions in this entire country, which is just some maniac built a big giant paper mache blue whale and the town still keeps it up. And it's, that's pretty awesome. So maybe B minus, but it's right on the, right on the cusp of B minus C plus. Oregon. I've been many times. How are we feeling about Oregon? Never been. Mm, uh, it's, it's tough. My my thing. I want to give Oregon a really high grade because I I like Portland, but I've also spent a lot of time outside the cities, like driving around and camping and stuff. But for me, the one problem with Oregon is it exports this awful culture that works really well in Oregon, but the minute you transplant it to somewhere else, just becomes extremely horrible. Um, B. Gonna go, gonna go with B. Portland is an A city. Portland has its problems. I've always said Portland's the most amazing city in the world as long as you never ask anybody, like, what's the deal with that? Like, I was once walking in Portland and saw a van skid to a halt 
and a bunch of men run up to the side of the van and then run away and then the van peeled out. And I'm like, as long as I resist the urge to be like, what the fuck was that all about? Portland's amazing. It's fucking amazing as long as you never ask questions about anything that you see. And then it's great. But the rest of Oregon is both beautiful and at times concerning. So I think Portland's an A city. Oregon's probably B minus state, which is not bad. Which is not bad. Yeah, I'm going I'm coming Portland's slightly so above with strange. B. But yeah, Portland is very strange. But yeah, I think you're right. I think a B. I think it's a B state and then Portland. I know Portlandia and the hipsterdom, and it's easy to say, but it is so, it is a fucking cool town with an endless array of weird shit going on. And the strip clubs are unionized. Like that's so fucking cool. The strippers are union workers there. They unionized the fucking strip clubs. That's so rad. And they got good donuts too. Okay. How are we feeling about Pennsylvania boys? Let's really buckle up. This is a tough one. Yeah. It's so hard. Very tough. I like Philly. I like Pittsburgh. Um, Even some of the smaller areas. Bethlehem. Their their driving ability makes you want to hate them, I guess. That's it. There's some good towns in Pennsylvania. There's also a lot of vast stretches of very concerning behavior from wackadoo people. And also I've seen enough just yesterday. I'm not kidding when I say I was on 287 with my kid in the car and I saw two motherfuckers with Pennsylvania plates racing up 287, weaving in and out of cars going, I'm not kidding. I was going 80 and they left me in the fucking dust. Like, what the fuck is going on with you Pennsylvania psychos on the roads, man? It's cliche to say on our New Jersey podcast, but Jesus fucking Christ. I'm going to have to go with a C for Pennsylvania, completely average, because there's really great things in Pennsylvania, like Philly, like Pittsburgh, like the Poconos. But then, man, when you start to get into that sort of devolving Pennsylvania Rust Belt, it's tough. You know, it is a, a tough, tough way of life out there. I've done a lot of good shows in some of the smaller cities in Pennsylvania. Philly is a fucking fantastic town for comedy. It's also, you can have a lot of fun there. Pittsburgh is great. And Bottle Rocket's one of the best places I've ever performed. And Pittsburgh's so cool. But I think you're right. In the same, like, I can look past a lot of it, like I said about New York, and this will drive Pennsylvania people nuts. The concerning aspects of Pennsylvania concern me more than the annoying parts of New York. So I, I got to go C plus, maybe B minus, but but yeah, the concerning parts of Pennsylvania are, are truly concerning in that sense. The best example is they have Centralia, Pennsylvania, right? A town oh, yeah. which they have- On fire. Or which is on fire. It has been, coal fire has been burning underground there for 50 or 60 years. And they're just like, eh, we're just going to kind of put some caution tape around this and everyone's just going to walk away. Like that's the attitude. Hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Okay. Let's keep it rolling. If it was in New Jersey, we'd sell tickets to it. We absolutely would. How are we feeling about Rhode Island? What's our number grades? Good, good state. Good people. Everyone I've met from Rhode Island is fucking cool, man. Short and sweet. B plus for Rhode Island. Providence is real Providence cool. Providence is cool. I go B. The shore there is also you know, very cool. Yeah, you're right. B plus because the shore, the shore of Rhode Island is the closest to the Jersey Shore any other state has. And it doesn't get, it flies under the radar unless you know about it. And uh, kudos to uh, the... Uh, Rhode Island State Troopers for letting us go when they found a baseball bat in the backseat of our car at a regular uh, traffic stop on our way to Salem. 
uh, one year. Very nice. So the, they didn't want to deal with us. Told us very politely to put it in the trunk and do not keep it in the car. It's considered a weapon in that state. Oh, you think so? We were just going to play baseball. We were. How are we feeling about South Carolina? Uh, I'm going to give it a C+. Plus. I, had a, I had a recent rural experience. In, uh, rural experience. It was... I had the, you know, I had this whole thing with being near the water. But besides that, like the other thing I can't stand is like terrible, fucking oppressive humidity and heat. And uh, we went down there, and I was like, "This is like, you just if you're not in air conditioning, you just sit there and like you just sweat. That's it. Yeah, just that was my and I can't my, take that and bugs. So I'm, I'm I give it a B minus because I think Charleston is so cool. That being said, I did stay in an Airbnb in South Carolina where the guy was like, do you know why all the roads are laid out all funky and the trees are so crazy? And I'm like, why? And he's like, because this whole development is built on an old plantation. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, man. Like bragging that your house is on an old plantation. Like, ah. That was back when Airbnb was like, you just stayed with a maniac who let you sleep in their spare room. When Airbnb was cool. Uh, yeah, I give it a B minus. North Carolina, I feel like, um, you know, they probably all get compared. North Carolina has a higher density of of cities I like and have had good times in, where South Carolina, it's really Charleston and then everything else. Camped in South Carolina, it was lovely. But yeah, it's sleepier. It's sleepier. It's a B minus C plus state to me. I'm with Nick. The weather is what drove it down for me because it is a certain brand of humidity that is not not pleasant. South Dakota, I feel like this is an incomplete. None of us have been, which brings us to Tennessee. I've been to Memphis. I've been to Nashville. I've driven straight across Tennessee. How are we feeling? Lots of friends that go, uh, that live there, um, especially Eastern Tennessee. Um, uh, never traveled through it, but hear great things. And everybody's always trying to tell me to come down there. I got to say. Also borders what Kentucky also. So Memphis is a tough town. And I'm not mad at Memphis for being a tough town, but it is. Nashville is a fucking tourist nightmare. Zany's Nashville is a good club. That main drag in Nashville, though, is like, I don't even know how to describe it, man. It's like Vegas without gambling, you know? Yeah. It's like Vegas with country music instead of gambling. It's it's really overwhelming and it gets old fast. And then when you drive cross country, everybody says don't drive across Texas. Driving across Texas is beautiful. It takes forever, but it's beautiful. When you try to drive west to east or east to west across Tennessee, you hit a point where you feel like I'm never going to not be in fucking Tennessee what is going on? Am I insane? You start to feel like you're in an animated show where the background is just recycling over and over again and they're keeping it cheap. It's wild, man. I got to give it a C minus D plus just because of the frustration of that. Yeah, I think I'd, I'll, I'll, I think I'll also roll with just a C on this one. There's this beautiful nature. City's not my vibe there at all. Little too, little too intense for me. How are we feeling about Texas? Only uh, only stopped over there. F. Really? Because F for Texas, man. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, Austin is more blown out than when I started going there 15 years ago. Denton, Texas is fucking cool, though. I like Dallas and Fort Worth. People are just out of their gourds P in Texas. But as a general rule, people are insane. I feel so bad, though, because I feel like when I, I first started going to Texas probably 15 years ago, and I was surprised that I loved it. 
I was like, damn, man, like Texas gets a bad rap, but it's pretty, there's some cool shit. There's some concerning shit and some cool shit. But I also feel like they've been overrun by tech bros and tax dodgers and fucking, you know, like Joe Rogan, who I, I have mixed feelings. A lot of people in the comedy world have strong opinions on him. I have mixed feelings, but I do think every fucking dunderhead who worships him has now shown up in Texas. And that's not his fault, but it fucking sucks for Texas. And the past few times I've been to Austin, it's like a visibly different place where there's a lot more problems that you can see on the street level. So it is, I'm going to say, I have a lot of historical love for Texas. So I'll give it a C minus right now because it's kind of a bummer to go there. But um, I've kind of always loved Texas and Texas also does feel it's, I'm not trying to make a pun cause they're not on our electrical grid, but that is a place where when you drive through it, you can wind up in some small town where you're like, this doesn't even, this feels like a different America than I've ever seen. And I, it feels like a time warp to real small town life in a way that where I'm like, Oh, I haven't passed a Wendy's or a McDonald's in an hour. Where else in this country can you say that? But I think a lot of the problems with Texas right now are that it's overrun by a lot of non-Texans. And Texas was already a complicated, weird place without that issue. But you add in the Joe Rogan worshipers and the people who like fled Silicon Valley to wind up there, and it's just what a combustible mix that is not likable. For me, it's just the... Uh... The the flippant attitude towards continuing to live, the flippant attitude towards yeah, life that too. people display. I mean, every every time I've been there, which is a lot of times. Yeah, I've been there with bar, you. Yeah, we've been there together. Bar fights, like oh yeah, you'll see fights in the streets. People driving on the sidewalk. Even in Austin, which is like the yeah, liberal hub. Even in other yeah. places, though, too. Outside of you know Austin, it just gets real, real crazy, real dark, real fast. How are we feeling about Utah? I've been. Have you guys been? Cannot say for Utah. What's that? Uh, I have not been to Utah. This one I can't can't vote on. Me neither. Dude, Salt Lake City is a hundred times cooler than any of us know. Utah gets a solid B. It's got all sorts of national parks. And then Salt Lake City, yes, it's very Mormon. Um, but it's also got good food and a cool vibe and really nice people. That shit's all up front anyway. I love Mormons to death. Don't get me wrong. Mormons are so nice. Mormons are so nice. Totally. Never had bad experience ever, like, especially with Mike D and like... Wait, what's that mean? I love to talk to Mormons whenever possible. I'm like yeah. the one person they can uh, come up and talk to, and I'm happy to have a, a conversation. I've always had great... Com like, seriously, since that interaction with those guys, like, in New Brunswick in 1990-whatever, like, I still to this day, like... Anytime they come around, have a great open discussion. Very nice. I mean, the church itself totally. has a lot of concern. I mean, the fact that they're doing conversion therapy on gay kids is fucking unforgivable. And a lot of the hidden aspects of it that are made fun of in Book of Mormon, but Mormon people on a one-to-one -one level. On a person-to-person -person level, as all I can speak of. Incredibly nice. Interactions. And, and dude, I'm telling you, Salt Lake City is much, much cooler than anyone knows. And then when you get to the nature side of it, I think Utah, solid B to B plus. 
Much love to Utah. Almost streets wide enough you can turn an ox cart around. There you go. How are we feeling about Vermont? I have no bad feelings. Uh, Burlington's great. Pretty neutral. I think Vermont, Vermont's a solid B minus for me. It's it's beautiful. I'm not a skier or anything, but like, yeah. B minus for me too. I, I think it's, yeah, Ver- Vermont is nice. Vermont is the upside down New Hampshire. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Ending it strong with Virginia. How do we feel about Virginia? Hmm. I like Virginia. B plus. I, I go B plus. I go B plus. Virginia has some cool stuff. Richmond is a great, fascinating, funky, weird ass town. Look all like Colonial Williams. Any Colonial state that has Colonial Williamsburg, Williamsburg, I'm into it. Let alone the fact that they also have a bunch of good weird New Jersey stories. I mean, they have the Bunny Man, which is one of the great haunted stories in America. I think Virginia's a B plus. Yeah, I'm a fan. Washington State. Um. I want to like it. I want to like it more than I do. I'm going to give it a B. I'll give it a B minus, maybe a C plus. If your state has a volcano in it, I like it. (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good point. Great wilderness, some like slight unpleasant anarchy in (laughs) various points of that state when when you walk around. But, you know, generally okay, but sometimes people are a little off the deep end in Washington State. I like the weather. I like the people. The weather's concerning, but you are right. Like, Seattle is the first place where I ever encountered, you know, coming from New York where I lived for so many years, Seattle was one of the first places I ever went where you could feel that the homeless population was hard to decipher and like, I'm not mad because these people are suffering, but you're like, oh, there's like a mental unpredictability here that is sort of visibly volatile and that I need to stay away from. And it really flavored things for Washington State. West Virginia, Nick, I'm going to pass the ball to you because you lived there. One of the best states in the country. Fucking God bless West Virginia. I went to Morgantown and could not believe how much I liked it. I still bleed blue and gold to this day. Like the best people I've ever met in my entire fucking life, you know, not to say my friends from Jersey, but like some of the best people I've ever met in my entire life. So what do you, West Virginians from North to South, you're going solid, solid a? fucking a, I give it a B plus just based on how much I liked Morgantown, but I can't claim to know the rest of the state. And I know there are some people who really, I think there is like not a social safety net supporting all their people. West Virginians are the, the original motherfuckers. Like no matter what you lay on them, they're always going to fucking come out like one way or another. They'll still be standing. That's fair. Which brings us to our final state, Wisconsin, a place that I finally Oof. visited in uh, only the past year or two. Did I make it to Wisconsin? You guys, any experience there? None. Yeah. Sadly, I'd like to go there. Wisconsin. I fell, I fell in love with a girl from Wisconsin. She loved cheese for sure. Wisconsin? wildly underrated totally madison good people. great town good people milwaukee is one of the best most fun fucking cities in the country and it gets like it lives in chicago shadow to the point where it flies under the radar wisconsin's a solid b plus a minus for me and that means we have now officially talked shit and ranked every other state i think we are actually way more kind than i anticipated us being as a crew i don't think we were unfair so all the states that got f's or d's that's on you, not us. And honestly, you could fuck off. Sorry, I had to get... Now we'll have to go and name all the uh, outlying territories and minor islands of the United States. Guam, the Marshall Islands. <laughs> the Solomons. Yes. Yes. The weird section. We're going to have to go on tour to like every state. Like I'm so close. I want to get to all these last ones. 
Fellas, uh, thanks so much for entertaining this dumb and poorly planned idea. I think we had some fun here today. This was great. We got to tell stories about all the states that we visited. Just hearing that Nick was five days in in Louisiana and a state trooper was concerned for him and his ability to even stay standing is delightful. Thanks, everybody. More impressed, I, I think, was the, <laughs> the impression I got. Loader Merce. Hey, everybody. How is it going? This is the voice of editor and super producer Carson, the Colonel Cop, here to wrap up the old episode for you. If you want to find us on Instagram, we are at New Jersey is the world. If you want to find us on the web, we are at New Jersey is the world.com. If you want to find us on Patreon, just punch up New Jersey is the world, or you can find us wherever you find podcasts. But most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I encourage you to bang the line of the home office here at New Jersey is the world by calling 973-780-4660. 973-780-4660. Don't dial it twice. You'll feel like an idiot. Leave us a message on the Google voicemail box that we got set up for all of our excellent listeners to leave comments, to provoke, to endear, to bring yourselves closer, and if it passes our thorough vetting process, you might be featured on an upcoming episode of the Garden State Gagoots, a show on this network where all the hosts from all of the shows on New Jersey is the World sit around the old digital campfire and run your voicemails up on the big board for us to comment on. It's a lot of fun. This entire uh, project is going strong. Three years, and it is participatory. It's all of us. It's not just us. It's you. It's everybody. It is New Jersey. It's, it is the world. Um, speaking of uh, community, there will be no meetups or shows this month because it is brick-ass cold outside. <laughs> But uh, I got a lot of plans in the works for the upcoming months, for the upcoming year, and uh, stay tuned. Bye!